If it's one thing that we have learned in this life, that is nothing that is guaranteed. And boy, I really thought going into this Bruins game the other night was a guarantee win. And the Lightning flipped the script on me. I thought this was going to be at least a 4-0, 4-1 win. And the Bruins came out and played. We'll recap the game. We'll talk about the game being canceled tonight. All that and more. Locked on Lightning. But first, let's play that music. I'm your host, Adam Baker. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Happy late Monday. You are up watching the national championship. Well, coming to you here with late night episode of Locked on Lightning. Uh, so let's cut right into it. Just It, it seems like I have, every time now, I've just been having the absolute worst luck with predictions this year. Well, lately. Let's say lately because... If you are a longtime listener of the show, I like to throw out predictions. And I want to say my percentage over the course of this show has been around the 90, 95, 93% tile mark. And uh, yeah, the lightning came out and just completely crapped the bet on this one for me. Good thing I didn't make any bets on this game. I almost did. I almost did. The lightning's odds were pretty good. But not good enough to where it could be guaranteed. And boy, did the Bruins come out. And main reason for the Lightning's failure to stop the puck from going in the net really came down to their soft play in front of the net in front of Vasilevsky. Other than that first goal, which was kind of a weird off-the-body deflection from Andre Schuster on the rush from the shot from Pasternak, which quite frankly... From the angle that we saw from behind the net, I don't know, maybe Vasilevsky thought this was going to be a little wider or it looked like he was caught off guard because from what we saw, obviously we have a way different angle than Vasilevsky has and obviously it looks a lot slower on television, but just from the deflection, it looked like a very savable goal. I mean, I, I don't know if maybe Vasilevsky just lost track of it. I don't know if... I, don't, I, don't, I can't tell you what the reason was. Um, maybe he just once it going off Schuster got lost in back of the black jerseys and it was by the time he realized it was near him, he, he just it was a little too late. But the rest of the goals, the next two goals of the game for the Boston Bruins came off of rebounds and and high danger scoring chances up in front. And really what it came down to was that the Lightning were missing out on a couple of their key defenders in this game. And really, you know, you, you don't want to make excuses when it comes to failures and, and I'm sure 
without even looking at what or even listening, excuse me, to what the Lightning's had the Lightning had to say post game. I really like to think that even, you know, they took a lot of responsibility for this, but you know, I I, I just I just feel like this team and I've been talking about this all season long. What it comes down to is that they have just been just the inconsistency bug has been rearing its head all year long. And and you have one has to has to ask the question at some point, when does this team get right on the back get back on track with that? When it, when are we gonna see a full sixty minute game from beginning to end? on a night-to-night basis because we haven't gotten that this year. And the Lightning have been f- very fortunate and, and kind of backtracking my reasoning as to part of the reasoning as to why the Lightning gave up a lot of high-danger chances the other night on Saturday night at home against the Bruins is because they were missing out on Zach Bogosian and Ryan McDonough. Now, who they had in the lineup still, you know, the Lightning should be able to make do and everybody knows their responsibilities. It's not like you're throwing Andre Schuster out there in his first NHL goal. It's not like an uh, NHL game, excuse me. It's not like you're throwing Eric Chernak out there for the first time at all either. It's not like Mikhail Sergachev is going out there for the first time. You know, the names on the back of the jersey still mean something when the guys are a little bit depleted out there. It's not like we're throwing rookies out there. Even Cal Foote, who had a plus-minus rating of minus two, who, I mean, if you really want to take plus-minus into account with defenders, you can, but I really don't read too much into it unless it's absolutely egregious. But going back to my point about consistency, it's that the Lightning are very fortunate that they have playing very good hockey on the offside, uh, offensive side of things. And, and for the most part, they haven't had to deal too much uh, with with injuries, really, in terms of very high-key players. I mean, obviously, Kucherov and Point were out for a very extended period of time. But you could live with that when you have Steven Stamkos. You could live with that when you have guys like Alex Kalorn and even as of late, Andre Palat, who has just been absolutely lighting it up in his last five games. He has four goals and seven points in his last five. And I was one of the people, probably one of the few, but I was one of the few people that criticized Andre Pilat over the last month and a half just because of up until that, we didn't really see him score really any goals at all. I mean, he was putting up the points here and there in terms of assists, but when you're a first-line forward... And your team is missing two of their top players and and a shrew of injuries here and there. You're going to need a guy like that. And, and I'm happy to see that Andre Palat, who, who did have a goal in this game on Saturday, continue to get things, uh, can continue to score and produce. And, and at the same time, having Braden Point in your lineup obviously is always a good thing. He as well, scoring his going into his third straight game with a goal him also I mean him having in the, having him in the lineup is a huge huge thing to have and, and really nice to see that but as a team I I don't I, I've never seen a team as successful as the Lightning at least in the time that I've been covering hockey a team as successful as the Tampa Bay Lightning in which I mean we're, we're when I say successful the, the Lightning are 
very much. If, if you're not looking at the stats, Lightning are tied for the most points in the National Hockey League along the Florida Panthers, who, let's face it, the Panthers are a very good team. I still don't think they're as good. If, if you put the Lightning's best against Florida's best, I still think the Lightning win a seven-game series. But I just don't know. I, I've never seen anything like it. This, this almost Jekyll and Hyde nature that this team has. Because we have seen this team succeed immensely against talented opponents with missing players. I mean, last year we saw the Lightning succeed very much throughout the, the season when they didn't have Nikita Kucherov, when they didn't have Steven Stamkos, when really on a nightly basis you were you were asking Braden Point and Alex Kalorn and company to go out there and win games for you. And they did it. Even Andre Vasilevsky, who at times this year, we still we still haven't consistently seen Vasilevsky really take it to another level. Now, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and sound the alarm bell and say, is Vasilevsky okay? No, I'm not going to do that because we all know what kind of goaltender he is. But it, it's a little concerning because now he's he's currently leading the NHL and wins, so I'm not going to sit here and sound the alarm for that reason. But I'm not going to sit here and, and, and not be honest and say, well, all right, they're going to play well one game. And then the next game, we're going to see something like this, where, let's face it, the Bruins are an inferior opponent. And the Lightning should have gone out there, and the results should have been very much reversed, especially with your top goaltender on the ice with, really, except for McDonough and Bogosian being out of the lineup, this should have been a piece of cake. And we didn't see that at all from the get-go. And I'm very curious... And going back to what I'm saying is that, all right, we all know they're going to bounce back most likely. They're not playing tonight because of the game being postponed due to COVID issues with the Devils. And they're playing tomorrow night in Buffalo. And we all expect them to bounce back, A, because of how how good this team is, but B, because of you know how not good their opponent is. But am I the only one that is a little bit concerned about what if they go on a slide? Not now. Not later on in the season. But at the wrong time. Like, let's say the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to get that crazy with it because we still have a long ways to go. We all know how teams go through ebbs and flows through the season. But guess what? Just like teams, we as people go through ebbs and flows. And sometimes we need a little pick-me-up. And that's why I have Built Bar, because Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy for you to stick to your New Year's resolution. If you're cutting down on the sweets, Built Bar is the, the protein bar for you. Now, they're not also super delicious, but they are super healthy. They got 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you could at least eat something that tastes good. 
and that is good for you. That way, you can enjoy delicious Built Bar. You could almost count it out as a workout. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 50% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we are back here for segment two, kind of continuing with the discussion that I had from the first segment, just kind of talking about this very strange up and down season that we kind of been seeing from the Lightning. Now, obviously, the Lightning had a fantastic month of December, propelling themselves up to the top of the Atlantic Division, which, I mean, no small feat, especially in today's NHL, where it seems like the schedule is ever-changing, whether you're getting games canceled or just games getting moved. and But the Lightning, for the most part, obviously, in, in every sense of the word, have been professionals. Having said that, we have seen moments, and I'm not seeing stretches because the Lightning, for the most part, have done a very good job of bouncing back from subpar performances, such as one that we have seen that we saw the other night, losing five two to the Boston Bruins. I almost counted it as a four two game just because, I mean, really, do we do we have to count empty netters? I think you should have a little asterisk next to that. But losing to teams that. Quite frankly, Lightning don't have business losing to. And we've seen that quite a lot this year. Losing 4 nothing up in Ottawa to Ottawa Senators. Uh, having a close game against Ottawa later on. Uh, you know, losing this past game to the Bruins. Um, losing, going that little stretch that we spoke about. Uh, well, not the stretch, but they were kind of playing sloppy hockey here and there. But losing... Are probably one of the most egregious moments that I could could probably think of in the time that I've hosted this show where the Lightning have just really just dropped the ball, and that was losing to the New Jersey Devils back in November. And really going back to my point that I was making before is that what cuz the lightning were expecting them to to drop a few games here and there or go on a little schneid and and that's why building up your points lead whether it be in the division or or you know if you really want to make an effort to go for the for the president's trophy which i really don't think is on their mind i think we're still i mean obviously if it's there if you're like a point or two there yeah why not but at the same time you really the division is the prize, or just at least a playoff spot is in is a prize. And right now, as it sits, the Lightning are tied in points in the Atlantic Division and for the President's Trophy with the Florida Panthers at 51, with Toronto right behind them, uh, four points behind with 47. Florida is ahead of them in points percentage, which eh, they also have two points, uh, two good games in hand. But really, what I'm trying to say is. What? Where are we going to see the bad streak? Now, obviously, we, we don't want to see the Lightning lose games for the sake of just getting it out of their system. No. I mean, if they're going to play consistent hockey, play consistent hockey. Just don't go out there and lose three, four games in a row or drop games later, whatever the case may be. But my worry is that sooner rather than I'd rather see it sooner rather than later that the Lightning are not going to have that bounce back. We can't keep continuing to have that attitude where, oh, the Lightning played like crap last night. Obviously, you know, 
can't make the excuse because if you look at who was on the ice the other night, players were there other than a few of your key def- two of your key defensemen. But the guys that were in the game substituting, it wasn't like those were holes. But when are the Lightning not going to have that bounce back game? Because it's coming. It's coming sooner rather than later. Now, if you listen to our last episode, I said I would have been in the building tonight for a Lightning game, but obviously that game got canceled. I would expect that the game against the Devils will probably, if I had to guess, will be rescheduled to those two and a half weeks that the Lightning and the rest of the NHL were supposed to have off in February in which um, in, in which they were supposed to go to the Olympics. I would imagine at this point in in time, unless we might see some different plans for All-Star Week, I I would imagine that the NHL is going to reschedule games to that. Then again, who knows? Um, The only other time right now, as of now, where the Lightning could possibly possibly play those games are after their, their road trip, where... They will be playing in the West Coast. They remember that West Coast trip I've been talking about for weeks, where they'll be playing the Kings next Tuesday, the Ducks on Friday, and that's the the Friday the 21st. And then the Sharks the 22nd. And I would imagine if the league just doesn't want to, if the league just wants to get these games over with, I would imagine that they're going to want to do that do reschedule these games to about for at least the lightning because i mean i'm not even looking at the schedule right now for the devils but hypothetically i think it would be the smart thing to do uh to have the lightning play probably the 25th and then you know you just or you just have them play on the 26th have them play a back-to-back which i'm fine with especially against a team like the devils uh but we'll have to wait and see because they haven't announced anything as of this moment um We'll probably, I think the league is most likely waiting to see what happens with COVID, especially with the Devils, who it wasn't announced who exactly, and I didn't really check who exactly was out of the lineup for them. But I feel like these COVID stoppages or postponements are a little tiring now because we saw the league uh, bring back the taxi squads, which, quite frankly, they should have had all season long. I think you should really... I wouldn't mind if taxi squads are a thing for a permanent thing going forward. I think that I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think it obviously the league wants to play games. You don't nobody wants to perfectly nobody wants to push back games. Obviously, it's inconveniencing everybody. Not only like not only the players and the teams, but the fans because then you know you kind of have you're not gonna have as many people in the arena, most likely, who knows, but I I think that it's a little ridiculous at this point in time, unless the entire Devils roster was completely ravaged with COVID. I I, I just think at this point in time, I think it's a little, it's a little stupid that we are still talking about postponements and, and who knows, maybe, maybe I'm being a little selfish right now talking about this, but like I said, I think it's a little ridiculous at this point that we have to deal with postponements due to COVID, especially since 
if you're looking, I'm going to look at the Devils standings uh, schedule, excuse me, right now. As of right now, so obviously tonight's game was canceled, but as of right now, they're playing the Islanders on Thursday. So my question is, if it's that bad that they can't play tonight, or, or they're going to be missing players, or or maybe also the fact, I don't know, maybe it's a New Jersey thing too. Maybe the state has different regulations and all that stuff. I haven't really read into it. I know, obviously, their game on Saturday is postponed at Montreal because of how tight things are over in Canada, as well as the the game afterwards on the 17th on Monday that they have at Toronto. So that is very understandable. Now, kind of going back to that is that are we going to see – them possibly schedule a game there, but at the same time they can't because the Lightning are at home against Dallas. So you're kind of you understand the reasoning as to the, the whole reasoning for postponements is because it, it just you're basically kind of trying to figure out. You know, it's like when you and your friend are trying to make plans and you just can't because everyone's busy and all that stuff. And it, and it's just I think the NHL it seems like. Every sport at this point in time has figured it out, but the NHL, and I don't understand, maybe expand the taxi squads. Because I, why have the taxi squads if we're having games postponed? It's it's something where I'm sure if, if maybe one of you would reach out to the show, you could explain it to me very simply, but also if you really think about it, the NHL is overcomplicating the situation. That's just what I have to say about that. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. It is. It really is. All right, so we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about uh, another one of today's sponsors, and that is betonline.ag. First and foremost, BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we as they can as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Tampa Bay Bucks back in the playoffs. Let's see if they could repeat. And if you want to pencil them in right now as Super Bowl champions, why not? I'll take TB12. Who who's going to bet against Tom Brady? Nobody. I don't I wouldn't. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. With a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today, go ahead and you will receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to get started. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on or wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, and we're back just on the third segment, wrapping things up just a little bit, uh, talking about where did the lightning go from here? I know that's a, a question that I ask a lot here on the show. And speaking of questions, why don't you guys tweet to the show in terms of Send us questions, comments, whatever. If you want, if you want, if you have a question about the landing that you want to be answered on the show, tweet to us at our at our Twitter account at lo underscore lightning on Twitter. If you want to send us a DM on Instagram, uh, question that way. If you have Instagram, go ahead. Uh, it it's locked on underscore lightning. If you want to just tweet to me personally or send me a message on my personal Twitter account, go ahead at danky dang d e n k y d a n k. I will be more than happy to answer all the questions and and just topics of conversation or whatever or something that you want to be spoken about on the show. So looking forward, how do the lightning bounce back from this? Obviously, tonight would have been a great way to just get back on the horse. Sometimes it's a lot better than to just 
kind of have a couple of days off after really what was a bad loss at home against the Boston Bruins. Only the Lightning's second regulation uh, loss at home all year. But I, quite frankly, you know, usually I'm in the school of, all right, let's get back on the horse and, 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 and play tonight, play a good game tonight and get things rolling. I think that after the effort that we saw, or actually more more yet, the, the energy that we saw from this team, I think an extra night off was probably needed. I think probably this postponement against a team like the Devils, who play hard. I mean, I've seen them not only play, obviously, against the Lightning, but I saw them play in person earlier this year against the Vegas Golden Knights, who at the end of that game, obviously, were the, the Devils were overmatched. But they're a team that's going to play hard. They're going to come in with a lot of energy, and they're going to challenge the Lightning early on. And sometimes that could be a little overwhelming for a team who just got kicked in, kicked between the legs from a team like the Boston Bruins, who, quite frankly, I think we could all agree uh, we did not really see coming, even though we know the Boston Bruins are a tough team. But looking forward... The Lightning, obviously, I mean, if we want to look back real quick and really what went wrong in this game, if you're a frequent listener of the show, you already know it was it was face-off percentage and power plays. Can't go 0 for 4 and have a sub-50 sub percentage at, in the face-off circle, 0 for 4 in the power play, and a sub-50 uh, face-off percentage and be able to win games. That's just not how it works. Um, but, yeah, the Lightning needs to go out there. And, and like I've said in the past, we still haven't seen a, a statement game. And when I say a statement game, I don't mean a hard-fought game to the nose. I mean going out there and really kicking the crap out of another team. We saw that last week against Columbus, but sometimes it feels good for the ego and the confidence of a team to go out there and just step on the throat of a lesser talented team. And we haven't really seen that yet this season I mean that's a good win that's a good 7-2 win against Columbus but they're also in one of the toughest divisions in the National Hockey League of the Metropolitan Division but the Lightning have a chance to kind of get back on the horse and also have a couple of games in which really coming up where they could very well if they play the right way score four plus goals a night obviously Tuesday night against Buffalo, and then you're back home against Vancouver, who has started started to turn things around, but still, I think is, you know, they are who we think they are. I don't think they're going to make that much noise or go on a crazy playoff run. And then you have Dallas, who did not play well this past weekend against the Penguins. So you have a good chance to really get the ball rolling and get a lot of confidence for your guys and a lot of momentum uh, rolling on your team as you embark on a very tough three-game road trip out west. And like I've stated on past couple weeks, this is really the road trip I've been looking at to see how well uh, how really, you know, the real deal these three teams are. They're three feisty teams. They're not going to win cups anytime soon, but they got a lot of young players, especially Anaheim and Los Angeles. So that's going to be a good test because anytime teams such as the Lightning, who's had a lot of recent success, you're going to see the younger younger teams come out and, and, and play probably the best hockey we've seen them play all year. And those are the games where the Lightning really, really, really need to come out and start well 
And that has been something that has really plagued this team all year in terms of their consistency. And that is just not not doing well, just just allowing the other team to dictate the first five, five to ten minutes of, of the game. And really, the Lightning really need that's what I mean when I say the Lightning really need to, to make a statement, especially in tomorrow night's game against Buffalo. And obviously, I'll be back tomorrow. So I think I really want to drop two episodes tomorrow. We'll see. Um, Hopefully, if the Lightning game doesn't run too late, I'll try to drop an episode after the game. But we'll definitely drop an episode to preview tomorrow night's night's game against Buffalo. 7 o'clock start up in Buffalo. So keep an eye out for that. And, of course, follow us on our social media accounts. Give us a follow and like and subscribe to the pod wherever they are on podcasting platforms i mean spotify google play itunes wherever podcasts are distributed we are there and of course give us a follow as we continue to build on our youtube channel so that's been it for today's episode of lockdown lightning part of the lockdown podcast network i'm your host adam Danker. i'll talk to you in the next one